0: are ready kids <laughs> is my an instrument? Oh, oh, oh. hello and welcome to is made it's a podcast i am one of your hosts omar lopez and i'm joined with someone who's a little baby doo-doo head josh hemo
1: that's actually the name on my only fans
0: oh yeah that's good to know yeah. if you want to support josh you can go there <laughs> Um, I don't want to know the content you have, if you have doo-doo head. Listen, it's a a
1: very specific audience, and they pay pretty well, so that's all you have to worry about.
0: Not (laughs) judging, but uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing that. Thank you. We all got to do what
1: we got to do during these times. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, this is our podcast where we watch a SpongeBob episode, and we discuss little life lessons along the way. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Welcome. Good to have you. If you're a returning person, uh, welcome back. How do you like that? Yeah. Thank you for not (laughs) abandoning us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we're going to start this one off a little bit different. Um, Like you may have heard last week's episode. We had a little forward at the beginning of the episode that we pre-recorded kind of talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and all the protests that are going on. And as we mentioned before, we wanted to make sure that like we're very clear on our stance that on our podcast, uh, both Josh and I personally, we really support all these protests and like the current push to abolish police and we we understand that like this podcast is a small break for a lot of you from like the chaos that is the world and we talked about covid same way that we're trying to like create like a little bit of a break for you from everything but one thing that Josh and I have always mentioned on this podcast at like how scary and interesting also like the coincidence that um our the episode we're watching somehow has a a link to what's happening in the real world cuz like we mentioned I mentioned earlier the thing that we recorded last week was all pre-recorded, but there were still like themes of like you know pre- uh, police brutality, over militarization of the police, which honestly are very prevalent to what's going on now. Which is yeah. kind of it again. Josh and I are always like amazed, and we always just think it's crazy that this like lines up so well with uh, like unfortunately in this case, but like it lines up so well with with current events. Um, so. Josh and I decided, like, while people are still very motivated and willing to donate to a lot of these worthwhile causes and a lot of people who need help, um, we're going to use our little tiny slice of the internet that we have um, to ask for you to donate some more. Yep. Um, obviously not to us, but to the people who need it. So Josh and I are going to be, at the beginning of every episode, just uh, adding a quick little donation link. Maybe it'll, something that will stay uh, longer, but right now we think it's important while people are willing and um kind of they still have like fire in in their engines. Yeah, there's still a lot right of now. momentum
1: going on right yeah. now.
0: Um so Josh, what uh what did you pick this week as a worthwhile cause to donate to?
1: Uh so the uh one I picked this week is for the Mutual Aid Fund for Sex Workers of Color. Um and I think specifically sex work is very uh demoralized and like looked down upon in American culture. Um, and I think that especially impacts uh, people of color. And so if you, there's a whole GoFundMe link that you can go to that gives you a lot of information to see that specifically. Um, and I think that I, when I'm looking for places to donate, I'm specifically looking for things that aren't like commonly out there. There's a lot of posts going around on social media. And I think this is one I found that needed a lot of support. And I think that, you know, it's a lot of times these kind of issues are overlooked. So I wanted to bring attention to this specifically.
0: Yeah, that's a good pick. And as we other people go on, we just always encourage you to look for good causes to donate that especially are benefiting uh, people of color and specifically black people as well. So I think that's a good pick because I see a lot of people like we last week did kind of some like mainstream ones and I think trying to steer away from not steer away from those, but. Also bring attention to the other ones that need. Yeah, there's just a, uh, a little bit more cash.
1: There's a wide, there's a wide range of stuff that you can donate to or bring attention to. And I think that's the cool thing about this movement right now is that it has brought a lot of attention to a lot of different matters, you know. Um, and I think that you just doing the research to find all these organizations that were here before, you know, the George Floyd murder that needed donations are still out there. Those still are there to benefit, you know the black people in our community. And I think that, you know, you just again do your research and you can find these other organizations out there that aren't specifically like being posted over social media that also need help. What did yeah. you what did you get?
0: So I picked this week to donate uh to the funeral costs of a very recent killing that happened. It actually just happened last Saturday on the sixth for Eric Salgado. So hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, who unfortunately he was shot forty times. In his car by our California Highway Patrol. Um, as far as all details are concerned. Very unjust killing. Um, and again, very recent. Considering all the things that are going on. Yeah. Um, and like to make matters worse. Like he's in he was in the car with his pregnant girlfriend. Who's hospitalized now. So um, they have like a GoFundMe to raise costs. I mean to raise money for the cost of the funeral. So we'll be throwing Josh's link and my link in our show bio. But I'm sure if you just Google both of those, you can find them uh, quite easily. As of now, they have not met their goal on on the one that I've seen. So it'd be good for for you to go check it out, and hopefully, throw a couple bucks their way because funeral costs are very expensive. Yeah, and also it's again it's it's exactly what everyone's protesting is people of color being being murdered by the police.
1: Yep, I think that like specifically with like yours is it's really good because like. I think we're seeing a lot about like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor right now and others like very like prevalent in media, but there are a lot of police brutality or police murder cases that have happened within the last week that we don't hear about, you Mm -hmm. know, and those people need help too. So again, just do your research and make sure that like you are trying to extend your network out a little bit so you can find like these other causes that also need help. Um, But just help in any way you can. And like Omar said, we'll put these in the show notes. And then uh, on Instagram I'll, and Facebook, I'll probably post the uh, both of these in our weekly post, along with some other places you could donate, as well as petitions you can sign, um, because if you can't donate, there are definitely other ways you can help.
0: Yeah. All right. So this week, uh, we're jumping into our normal episode. We're going to watch season four, episode 18, Born to be Wild and Best Frenemies. Act one. Born to be wild. So, in this act, Spongebob is out in Jellyfish Fields when he encounters a biker gang. And after thinking the Jackets say the wild ones, he's warned by a old-timey prospector dude that uh, they are going to basically destroy the town. So he rushes ahead using a shortcut to Bikini Bottom and he spends the rest of the act warning people about this biker gang that is going to terrorize Bikini Bottom and ravage it and everything. And it turns out They're actually a group of old people called the Mild Ones, who are still quite as dangerous on the road that we've seen, but uh, not not trying to destroy Bikini Bottom at all. So to (laughs) to start us off, do old people deserve to drive? Is the discussion topic I've decided to pick.
1: Oh man, this is so. I feel like I'm going to get flack from this if there's any old people. I don't want to say that if there's any older people listening. I understand. i'm understand. i talking
0: about like uh like 70, like 70 plus. plus yeah
1: yeah no i don't think so I, I i i have a hard time like when i was driving and stuff i feel like a lot of the times when i would see like crappy like road movers or whatever it was a lot of time it was like elderly people especially in arizona since you never have to renew your license like people don't re- oh, yeah i get <laughs> people don't realize that in arizona your license doesn't expire for like 50 something years it's although wild. i've
0: heard they shortened it with the newer ones okay i could be wrong i don't think it says like i think new york is every seven years or something, something like, like that. that yeah i think typical is um,
1: like four to seven somewhere between there yeah.
0: Yeah. And at first, I was like, this is so exciting that Arizona does this, but I still have, like, for my Arizona ID, me with long hair in high school. So exactly.
1: Yeah, well, but it won't expire till like 2056 or something like that.
0: Yeah. Which, until I have to use it to get on a flight. Right. And it won't work anymore. No. I always get crap
1: for that. Like, every time, like, I, I've been to a couple bars outside of arizona like not so much here in new york but i know like there's been stuff in like california i've been to where they're like there's no way this is real this is fake you can't be handing me a fake idea it's like do i look like i'm 18 or tw- not 21 to you first of all and why would <laughs> yeah. i be using such a horrendous fake <laughs> to, like, get yeah. a drink?
0: like i was like they always like stare at me and then they stare at like the picture and then they stare back at me and i think the picture's just so bad they're just like yeah this has to be right real. <laughs> this can't be real <laughs> no no person would photoshop this id picture exactly on this
1: thing is this but no but, uh, but no so but yeah back to it I, I i don't i think that if there should be rules Im- implemented where and i think this should be just in general like if you're going to be you have to recertify for stuff all the time right for it to be mm-hmm. doctor lawyer whatever blah, blah 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 so i think the same thing with driving a car like that is a literally kill like you can kill someone pretty easily with a car. So I think oh, yeah. you should be able to, you know, get a license once you're maybe 60 something plus or whatever, but you have to retest and, you know, whether make sure that you have the proper eyesight and uh reflexes if you need to, all that kind of stuff. Because again, it's driving a car is is super dangerous. If we let 16 year olds do it, but maybe we <laughs> It still is a I mean machine. like
0: I at least with 16-year-olds are they're, they're at least I uh, think a little bit more aware of what's right. going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> for me it's always and especially in this episode you just see them like haul ass yeah. past people <laughs> and it just lighting things on fire and they never once like realize what was going on. No. Like Sacha so was literally dangling off one of their jackets and they were like Who? we're not even here What's we don't going on? on is this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. First thing I want to bring up Is This is the episode that I've seen uh, clips of where SpongeBob rides the bubble transition that we've seen in the past. He he literally is like, let me take a shortcut to Bikini Bottoms. And he goes faster than the motorcycle by literally riding the bubbles that breaks the fourth wall in the most extreme way. If that
1: okay, if there was any kind of like godlike power that we've ever talked about before, that's it right there. One hundred percent broke reality is what he did right there. Yeah, but I also think it's like I've had a, I had a problem with this episode specifically like with that whole situation because they make jellyfish fields like fifty something miles away, right? I, I yeah. don't know in can't like ever in canon did they make it that jellyfish fields was so far away, like yeah, even literally
0: Squidward in the last time when he turned into that monster thing, yeah. he was like only feet away yeah exactly from, any fish.
1: like i can't imagine patrick and spongebob walking there right
0: yeah although we did see that they have some sweet bikes they did yeah we are gonna talk about well, those a bikes. unicycle a
1: unicycle <laughs> and a tricycle yeah if let's you, go and talk about them if you if you could pick one of the two which one would you pick what do you think would be cooler
0: tricycle for sure you think so i love a like i love a solid tricycle <laughs> like i don't think i would do like it's the last those...
1: time you're on a tricycle? <laughs>
0: uh i don't know when my little brother was young okay so like he had like that little red like that (laughs) the saw like the jigsaw tricycle kind of situation and i used to ride that (laughs) even though i was too big for it i'd be riding it it's it's fun and like i get so jealous because now they have the uh what are they called not power wheels, big wheels big wheels yeah that are just like you can like drift in them yeah when i was younger and i was riding around my little cul-de-sac i didn't have a drifting (laughs) big wheel you know how cool that would be. I would buy that as an adult. That's some of my a favorite TikToks adult.
1: is watching like little kids drift down like a hill, <laughs> even yeah. though they crash at the end.
0: But still, <laughs> no. I, I- saw a, a kid like in a wagon, and they were using like an RC car to pull them. And I was like, man, RC cars back in the day used to suck. Yeah. Like now they're like you can pull a full child. With them. <laughs> we missed out. We did. We gotta
1: go back in time. Yeah. Maybe just write a transition backwards.
0: Just <laughs> make ourselves younger. I don't know.
1: We'll work on it. What did you think of the uh,
0: motorcycle gang's name? So the, mi- the, the mild ones, walk? yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think it's like it's a good play on words for for like an old. If I was old, and this is one thing I wanted to talk to you about, like if you were older, yeah, like that's a pretty decent hobby to have, right? Right, yeah, being like a biker, and like I think I do get the idea that there are like you know people like the Hell's Angels who are like kind of scarier, and like I don't even know if that's still relevant today like the hell's angels as much yeah um i know they're still like a biker gang but i just wonder about their their what, dangerousness, they, they, what they do i guess yeah yeah <laughs> um but like every biker i've seen in real life it's like usually it's like oh we're bikers that like help kids with cancer Or it's like yeah a bunch of like older bigger dudes that like yeah i beat a bullies. it's usually you know? like
1: you're 35 plus and like you decided to get a motorcycle he jumped on it with a bunch of friends or whatever or, like a group in your town and you're like doing cool like and a lot of times like yeah they're doing like donations or whatever or charity yeah. drives or they're like just traveling around like i know i had uh like an uncle who had a motorcycle and he would like drive with them to, or with like a group to up california and stuff like that and they had like their own little motorcycle gang and stuff like that and i think that's Part of the connotation is like it's called being called a motorcycle gang, I think makes it seem like it's a a negative thing, but I don't think they are. I can't like not as much as they maybe used to be. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And like I've always talked and I think I might have mentioned on the podcast before is like they go through that whole like shtick where they're like, oh, do you want to be part of R?" when they when they create the Bikini Bottom Bad Boys? Yeah. Another great. That's good. Another great uh, name. I think that'd be a great (laughs) band name for like a Spongebob cover band. Yeah. Um. But where they like go through like gang, club, outfit, fellowship, coalition, where, and I think it's really interesting because so often we hear the word gang, we think violence because a lot of gangs in the past have been very violent. Yeah, and especially with uh, how things are now and just in general, like gangs have always been necessary things for most people to protect themselves from other people around them. Yeah, it's right? like a
1: commu- community policing kind of situation in a way. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: But another thing is, too, is like I think of things like on a corporate level, like there's coalitions, there's fellowships, there's organizations, yeah. all these different that's, things. That's, it's the same thing. That's why it's I just really a like different that joke. level of it.
1: I, I really, really like that joke that they threw in, like with that way you mentioned all the different names, because like you said, it is the same thing. And that's something as an adult, like you kind of realize, like. A gang is just a gang. It's just like a group of people, right? And that's the same. That's the same. The coalition group, whatever it may be. Yeah. Your your PTA group is <laughs> literally yeah, just a exactly. gang of parents. Ho- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your homeowners
0: association. Like, I think of, like, for me, I think of those nonprofits that mm. have a whole board of donors. Yeah. And, like, special donors and whatever. And, like, uh, they used to do it at, like, PPS and NPR at the time. Like, you know, you have, you donate at this tier, you donate at this tier. It is it is a way of getting all these people to group up together and to show them that they all have a common goal. And for some people, like the common goal is protection. For other people, it's like to make you know, for NPR and P- uh, like PBS is to make it like the news more available yeah. and hopefully non-biased. But like in this case, it's just a bunch of old dudes driving around, They're just hanging out, uh, a good It's time. just a group of friends, yeah. <laughs> uh, burning the landscape, unfortunately, but you know. They're yeah. old people yeah. licenses. You can't do much with it. <laughs> you can't fuck them for that. One thing that I thought was really fucking weird mm. was the clam thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like that at all. No. like the clam, like feeling like violated and being like, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. Like I was it, like, just like, wash like, his uh, mouth
1: out afterwards. Everything. I was like, I don't like. I did what not like this, that With this, at these all. connotations that you're trying to put out here. So mm-hmm. no, and it's again, it's like I also wrote down some adult jokes in like the second half, but. I we've talked about like there's a lot like adult jokes and like lean especially it's this season we've noticed a little bit more I feel like, mm-hmm. um, but like I feel like this these two episodes had more than I've seen in the last I don't know last half of the season four that we've seen, so yeah. which I think is really interesting how that they're like moving towards that humor I guess.
0: So um one small lesson that I had was don't overreact which Squidward mentions yeah. Another weird thing that I thought was like Squidward in the very beginning, he SpongeBob picks him up and he throws him around or whatever after he rides the of transition, and then immediately runs over to his house and Squidward's there. I thought you were at work, Squidward. Nah. I'm so confused. <laughs> like, did we jump a whole day? What's going on? I think time doesn't
1: matter in this episode. Time Definitely and Space is just a construct. <laughs> um, another little lesson I got at the very beginning is when SpongeBob stops in the middle of the road, he looks both ways. And this is something that I've got a bad habit of doing since moving to New York is that I don't really look anymore. I just kind of cross (laughs) (laughs) because it's just like, I don't know, like it's a different like hit me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a different way of thinking. I had a conversation about this with like my brother or something recently that it's a very different way of thinking like here than it is like in a smaller town like Tucson or something like that, you know, but definitely look both ways when you're crossing the street. You don't want to get hit by a car. Yeah.
0: I look both ways so that way I can cross against the light. Yeah. So that's like, but if the, if the light crosswalk light is on, I'm just, I just have a bad habit of like watching other people do it and it's,
1: they don't even look and then the car just keeps going. You're just like, I guess I'm with the rest of these people. They're going to hit all four of us. Great. Let's, let's go. Maybe they'll hit them first. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, another one that I put was don't waste napkins. When that guy comes back, when everyone's freaking out about the motorcycle gang and he has like a pile of napkins all the way up to his like
1: eyeballs. That's, uh, that's one of my biggest beefs. And I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but when you order food, and like get it delivered or even like get it like whatever the bag as uh like taco bell or whatever they give you so many napkins and so many sauces i'm just like this is such a waste of like i'm never going to use all this sauce like ever in my life am i ever going to use any of this all this for me
0: i can never find the perfect amount of sauce and i need to like next time i eat taco bell to like plan it yeah get the sauces uh oh you don't
1: have a system you don't have a base like for me it's like for burrito i know i need two sauces
0: so i order based on I think it's because I switched to wraps. Oh. Uh, Before, when I do, like, a soft taco, I do, like, two packs. Two packets, yeah. And that's because it's, like, one side and then the other side. And those are the two (laughs) things that I do. It's a science. Um, (laughs) One thing that I want to bring up that is very relevant now is when Mr. Krabs finds out about the biker gang and thinks that they're going to be very hungry, he changes his entire bar to be biker-themed, basically, or his, his entire restaurant, I should say. The thing is that it's happening right now, that you have to be careful, and I've always said this before in the past, but be careful about businesses that pander to your interests to make money. We see it all the time with Pride, we're seeing it now with the Black Lives Matter movement, yep. um, all these businesses, and they've done it for for a long time. If there's something popular, they hop on it, because they know it's a good PR move, and it's making sure that those businesses are held accountable for, oh, you really do believe in my cause? Then let's see how you're doing, like, how you are going out of your way And actually using your money and your uh, clout, I guess, for to help people or to, you know, again, to actually be a part of your interest. What's
1: been annoying me so much lately and like talk about we we, talked about a little bit like social media and stuff, but like big corporations on social media, like all I see them post is like, oh, we're with, you know, Black Lives Matter or whatever. And but they also are like, we've donated this amount of money to help this organization. Like they want like a patent on back for it. I'm just like, no. Like you don't need to be posting like how much you've do- donated. Like you should be doing this on a regular basis to their organizations and stuff, like not yeah. just because everyone's doing it. Even like on a smaller level, like maybe you should think about hiring like more like people of color as much as you can, you know, within your campaigns or showing more representation. Like and that, that's something that I feel like big corporations don't you know, like you said, they don't care. They don't look at they wait now, for a bandwagon they, to jump on.
0: They look at the bottom line, they think, okay, we can sacrifice point two percent of our income or of our profit yeah and it's tax deductible so let's throw it all into these nonprofit organizations and i just think about the people i see every day who like donate on a very small level to like here's a trans person's venmo like yeah. send it there and like those aren't tax deductible no. those don't uh like you can't write those off and i see people who are far more broke than these corporations just like giving uh what they like can. giving people yeah, yeah like a couple bucks or whatever right and again not um, posting all
1: over social media like look how great i am for doing this you know it's because it's not the point and like again these corporations like they don't have to remain silent but they don't have to fucking brag about it like that you know
0: yeah i saw um another thing i wanted i put is when patrick kind of bails when the biker gang comes yeah and i put uh, as a small lesson is, is stand together it makes you stronger yeah. which i think is very relevant for now and also just in general you like you got to have each other's backs right. when you when you need it.
1: Yeah, it wrote down like don't surround yourself with selfish people because I think that's part of it too. It's just like I think both like Patrick and Scooter to some degree were like I don't care about helping my community, right? I don't want to help. Even yeah. though there was no real danger, they're both like, you f- <laughs> know, this, I'm leaving. I'm going to go help myself and make yeah. sure I'm taken care of.
0: Squidward specifically says when he's surrounded by all the mild ones, he says, I'll betray my friends and neighbors. You hear it. You can't really hear it over the motorcycles, but he says that. And I think that's crazy how quickly he, like, I'm like, I'm not surprised, but I think it's really intense. Like that's just, that phrasing yeah. is super intense. Yeah.
1: But you got to keep an eye out for that. I mean, even now, like the people who are supposedly being very supportive and stuff, you know, online, like, they don't show up later on like it's the same thing they're just betraying and turning their back
0: on that crap you know so <laughs> um <laughs> to end things on a uh, on a lighter yeah. note um what do you think about uh two things salvation versus salivation and then blood versus diet blood Oh, uh, what is so the difference you brought up the blood
1: situation <laughs> so
0: i i really just enjoyed the joke the the salvation versus yeah. salvation yeah um again cuz it's like what kid knows salvation, salvation Yeah. salivation? Um, but the diet versus uh, the blood versus diet blood. What do you think is the difference? Do you think they mean like O oh, negative, O oh, positive or whatever? It's
1: like it's a blood sugar thing, right? It has to be, right? Mm. Uh, how much blood sugar? How much sugar does this person have before? Were they diabetic? Like you got to take
0: all of that into account. <laughs> so do, what do you think would be better for a human being to drink? <laughs> diet um, blood because it has less sugar or regular blood? It's like full fat milk versus low fat. Uh, I, I'm I'm a
1: biased person because I don't drink sweet tea or like a lot of sweet things. I like a diet blood would be good for me, I think. But I know you you like sweet tea, right? So oh yeah. So you all. I worried. mean,
0: I would, I would have to try it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't like diet sodas. They have like a weird aftertaste. That's true.
1: Yeah. I I that's why I'm thinking that there's no, there's no added to additive in this blood situation. It has to be like a blood sugar thing. When we we will have to start, when we turn into vampires, we got to keep that in consideration. Bubble, bubble, bubble break time! Bubble break! I was really tempted to like figure out a song to sing for the bubble break, because we did the Born to be Wild as a title of the last episode, and I wanted to sing the Born to be Wild thing, and I missed my opportunity.
0: Born to be bubble break. Yeah, uh, that's, that's okay all right cats because <laughs> they they say born to it's be tough. wild cats for u of a wow that was that was really good for those for those <laughs> of it who didn't know the deep didn't. cut the wild cat yeah <laughs> um
1: Ooh. anyways uh for this boat break i wanted to see um i know that we're like getting close to 30 you know and so the next like major step. Thank you. i mean it's happening it's happening. It's it's a lot happening a lot faster than i wanted it to do you know there was, like, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about being in middle school, and I got it, like, it was 20 years ago. I was, like, holy Like, <laughs> hit hard. But anyways, like, the fact is, like, you know, 15, 10 years, probably gonna hit that midlife crisis. And I'm wondering, what would be your... What do you think your go-to midlife crisis situation is gonna be? Like, would you pick up a hobby? Like, what do you want to do?
0: Hmm. I think it would be some type of extreme, like... Thing like a skydiving thing, okay, or more more like bungee jumping. Yeah, I don't I don't see myself as like the person who buys like a fancy car or motorcycle Mm -hmm. or starts running. Yeah, I don't think I don't see I don't see me as that (laughs) person. I see myself like doing something very bad for my health and very reckless. Yeah,
1: I like that bungee jumping.
0: Yeah, all around because I've been bungee jumping before, and the only thing this is the only thing that works. Me, yeah. Is not really the thing that I'm doing because yeah. I'm like, oh, if I'm having my midlife crisis, I want to feel alive. Yeah. It's, it's the repercussions to my body. Yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> like I messaged you the other day that I saw a TikTok, and they opened up a pit, and I was like, man, everything in my body's like, yeah, go, go to the pit. Yeah. Get wild. Make a wallet. <laughs> get a wall of death, and and like just make that <laughs> happen, right? But I hurt my back like bending thing bending over. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, like- s- you
1: sit on the couch and suddenly you can't wake you get up from the freaking couch anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe my uh, midlife crisis will be getting into shape, and then- so I can do reckless things and then
1: just going to concerts to mosh.
0: Yeah, constantly. there you be- go and beat beat up little kids there you go that are mo- moshing <laughs> for their first time and my mil- little kids i mean like 18 year olds. Teach them a lesson yeah <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go to every 18 and up venue <laughs> and show them what a real mosh pit's like man i hope there's still mosh pits in 15 20 years <laughs> there's gotta be <laughs> there's gotta be
1: um so what about you I'm trying to think like I-, I wanted to go to like a-, a hobby but like an extreme hobby and stuff and like that and like
0: I really like the idea of like you're gonna be one of those old guys who roller bra- up rollerblades on the beach yeah with like a <laughs> super short shirts
1: and like shorts yeah and, like, the tank top yeah uh, no I like I think the idea of like traveling but like extreme in a way that you're like backpacking through like forests <laughs> like that not like I'm just on a cruise and not doing anything mm-hmm. like because that's something I haven't done with my life. Really, is like I've traveled, but mostly for work, and, and not really traveling for pleasure. It's always been like I'm going to the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, for something or whatever, whatever.
0: Yeah. Are you going to tiny house it? Is that what you're thinking? The Tiny house, yeah. Like... You no, know,
1: I like, I like the idea of like having like more, like, guided. Like, I don't know not, not guy. I don't know how to describe. Like, if you go to like like an Amazon forest situation where you like actually have to backpack through that, you know, um. and actually
0: like. You want, like, a a Walter Mitty situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you get, like, you just go and you start adventuring. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be fun. Yeah,
1: because then I I get the pleasure of, like, seeing the world, but also, like, the rush of being, like, wow, this is, like, the parts of the world that you're not just sitting on a beach, like, getting drunk, you know?
0: (laughs) Nice, Yeah. yeah. I think that's, like, it's a very specific skill, I think and like mindset to have to be able to just go into like any foreign country and i know white people do this all the time but i feel so awkward and like how do you just go out with like a blatant disregard and just like i'm gonna just enjoy myself right and i'm gonna make friends with people
1: whoever whatever and i've talked to some like older people who've done that who have like traveled around europe and stuff like i've had uh host families and stuff that have done that And they tell me Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, we talked to all the people of like all these different cultures and they bring us in, they like are really helpful or whatever. I'm like, that's nice, but like you're still coming back to his like fantasy house, (laughs) like you're not really helping them. For me, the thing
0: that worries me about those situations is like I just I wonder when those people leave, what do the people they were that hosted them say? Yeah. You know? Like I can't imagine like dealing with tourists all the time like no like we can i can barely stand like giving like my friends and family like nyc tours i can't imagine like someone showing up and then me being like hi stranger i don't know like welcome to my culture that is new york and let me give you this entire language
1: barrier too that we can't speak the same language and you aren't willing to learn because you're an ignorant
0: american so (laughs) i don't know I feels i would feel so weird like i really want to go to japan yeah and uh destiny who's been on the podcast before she went to japan and i just like man i need if i go to japan i have to learn japanese yep but like i think of new york and i'm like think of how many people come to new york and they don't know english or spanish which is like the main two languages here um so like i don't know maybe i'll get over it yeah maybe when i when i'm rich and we can fly around there you go (laughs) act two best frenemies so
1: uh, Mr. Krabs and Plankton actually join together in this episode to take down a new enemy, the kelp shake, which is trying to put them both out of business. Um, and so they go through all this convoluted shenanigans to try to get a kelp shake and figure out what's inside of it. They eventually do. They just buy one and they realize it's actually pretty good. They drink it. And it turns out this kelp shake is turning everyone into big kelpy monsters and uh they go back to being regular, you know, enemies and chasing each other for the secret ingredient. It's like the nice little heartwarming ending actually. I really like how this one ended. It's kind of yeah. cute.
0: It was it was nice little like, hey, let's go back to our normal rivalry. Oh, no, nice. Yeah. Uh
1: so I wanted to start off by uh, asking you, if you can transform into any food or like have your body made out of any particular food, what would you want what would you pick and why?
0: Would I die if I? ate myself? Uh,
1: I don't think so. I would like to assume that it was just growing off of you. Like, I'm. I don't think they actually turned into kelp. Like, it's really, it's really unclear exactly what kind of happens. Like here, I think it just grows on them, right?
0: Yeah, I'm starting to think. Yeah. I, I think I would do. Uh, peanut M Ms. Because <laughs> I feel like if they just popped out of my pores or something, yeah. I could just if you, you, you cry poop, or poop, yeah, M Ms. Yeah.
1: Are you like you put, hold one nostril and you can just like shoot it out of a nostril or something? Yeah, that's some Willy Wonka crap. Would you, okay,
0: <laughs> okay, this is kind of gross, but would you eat your poop if you pooped peanut M and M's? Yeah, I guess. Like you, there's no fecal matter. It's just straight up peanut M and M's. Yeah. no matter what you eat. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: because then poop has a whole different like definition to it, right? It's not, it's not yeah. like. A bunch of crap that my body is literally trying to get rid of it's just like this is food
0: it's like it's like alchemist it's like i've i've eaten a hundred cheeseburgers and now it's just peanut M&Ms. right
1: <laughs> or it's like it's like a it's like a plant right you're just producing your own like fruit and shit, but your fruit is peanut mms out of your so. <laughs> god what about you uh i think i do some sort of candy i like the idea of candy like a, like cotton candy hair or something like that, or like oh, oh that'd be cool. I really like those like uh uh that like airhead like uh rainbow rips or whatever they're called or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I if so.
1: I had those that like maybe were like teeth I can pull out or something like that. I don't know, <laughs> that'd be cool.
0: <laughs> I would be afraid of something uh gummy because then I'd be sticky. I don't want to be sticky. But you'd be
1: sticky if you're now d- chocolate. If you have chocolate coming out of your no, pores? No,
0: but it's M and M's. They're in a hard candy shell. They still melt. M and M's. I have. They melt in your mouth, not in your they hand. They still melt. It's the whole thing that they used to say. All right. <laughs> I, I, oh, I guess it... they might. They might melt in my butt. Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it gives like a Hershey squirts like a whole new meaning. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so here's my question: yeah. Do you think the kelp shake was delicious? Um.
1: I, I we've had this conversation off the podcast before. I think the Calp is very much like a matcha situation. And like when I first yeah. had matcha, I didn't like it because it was. very. But I'm
0: talking about this specific this one. Uh, the radioactive waste one. Probably.
1: I mean, like soda is basically radioactive waste and it tastes pretty good. So
0: <laughs> good point. Fair, fair, yeah. fair, fair point. <laughs> I really like how Mr. Krabs put, puts his foot down. He's like, no outside drinks. And everyone's like, okay, bye. Do you think that is that is that a common policy? Um, I know a lot of restaurants that do that. Um, but I don't know a lot of restaurants that enforce it. No, like I I I can imagine it like if I I've always had this issue with like friends and stuff, like say I really want to go to Canes, and then people who are dumb want to eat something else. So they come to Canes. With, like, whatever random food, like Chick-fil-A or whatever, right? If, if, you, so if they if like, go to the
1: fucking Chick-fil-A over canes, then you deserve hell. You deserve any kind of torture that
0: happens to you <laughs> in this afterlife. I didn't,
1: I didn't say it. I said it. But I'm Heart not disagreeing. <laughs> but I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> Come at me.
0: <laughs> no, I have a lot of people who just don't like canes. And <sighs> I was like, I like canes. Canes is good. Like, is I'm good. not saying it's the best chicken you've ever eaten, it's but it's just good fast good food. good
1: chi- fast food chicken. I like it over KFC or chick-fil-a mm-hmm. and they're not company fueled by hate so <laughs> exactly
0: and they're they're mascots a dog yeah.
1: how, how can dogs. you hate that it's the best how can you hate that but no i i like i get that like i don't i don't like when people bring other food into restaurants and stuff but like if i brought in like a uh like a 12 ounce like dr pepper into a place and started drinking it at the restaurant is that like weird i guess i've never done it but I i, I guess i don't really see people doing that
0: I don't know. I've brought, like, I, I say, think more like my high school days where I got like, an Arizona iced tea instead. Yeah. Or I got, like, a sweet tea, and then I went to go eat somewhere. I guess I've done else. that. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, I've very rarely run into it, and usually it's because, again, it's like a fast food thing. Like, three people want different fast foods, so we all, like, meet at the last place. Yeah. You know? We all eat there. Like, everyone wanted in and out and then one person wanted to go across the street to Panda Express, you know? Kind of situation. Yeah. Um, and usually it's not a big deal. I think it's like at least one person of the group has the correct food. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think deal. as
1: long as you're purchasing something from that restaurant, it should be okay. I, that's yeah. the way I've always like kind of rational, rationalized it in my head, I guess. I don't think
0: that's a big deal. Uh-huh. I don't see why. I guess I get it. Like you're trying to sell your, your f- right. food. And if someone has a different drink.
1: You're just a greedy a- like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but, you know, speaking of like greedy assholes and like all that, I am really impressed how well him and Plankton like came together in this, you know, and we've seen very quickly, very quickly, you know, and they have a common enemy. And that was very something that was like something cool to see because we've seen them come together before. They're like false pretenses and stuff like this. But this was like an actual genuine them working together.
0: Yeah. And I feel bad because like Plankton got the (laughs) end of the Uh scene. But I also wrote down this as a small lesson is like the, the class of like the enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah, or something like yeah. that, um, which I think is good. I think it's it's smart to find common ground with certain people. And if you can uh, take down a, a big bad, yeah, like a a, a bigger big bad <laughs> than the one that you dislike, you know,
1: yeah, uh, team up. Yeah. Especially in this case, like I really like the idea of like two small businesses working together to take down like a like big chain situation basically
0: like a starbucks situation. yeah
1: yeah and i, I kind of like that idea i know that like that's a huge problem that we face you know communities and stuff where like big places like starbucks or you know restaurants come in and they start taking business jamba juice. jamba juice yeah they start taking away like businesses from our business from local um shops and stuff like that and that you know it really sucks and it's good to see like you know you could probably stand up and try to do something i think in a real world situation you Probably not much you can do, unfortunately. But
0: yeah, because I don't know. It, gentrification is such a hard issue yeah. in general. But like, I also think of like, oh, the money disparities, et cetera, et cetera. But I do like how Mr. Krabs is like Plankton is behind this, and the little like sight gag where he goes around and Plankton's he's actually literally on, behind <laughs> it
1: bathing and stuff.
0: <laughs> he has no idea what the <laughs> fuck is
1: going on. It's it was good. Um another like little small lesson i got and you kind of touched on it is just like when he's making plankton do everything is it in a group effort and i saw this in school all the time like everyone should be doing their part to be like helping mm-hmm. out and stuff like that and i think in in families everything like any kind of situation friend groups you should be working together to get stuff done or like contribute so it feels like you're like contributing evenly because i think mr krabs is taking advantage of plankton a lot and all yeah, of this Like
0: i get that like It's hard because like another small lesson I had was like play to people's strengths. Yeah, but I think like Mr. Krabs could have come up with some better ideas. Like he's seen he's seen Plankton fail multiple times. Yeah, at entering the Krusty Krab, getting a secret. Well, and that that is what's so
1: wild about this whole situation is that Mr. Krabs falls into the same crap that Plankton does and does all these convoluted Mm -hmm. plans. And even SpongeBob calls him out on it. Right? He's like, "Why are we doing all these convoluted plans? Why don't you just go buy one?" They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess we could do that. And, like, why doesn't Plankton ever just do that?
0: We, I, mean, I think we talked about it before, yeah. that, like, what, what has stopped him right. in the past? Like, it's just Mr. Crab sees him, and he's like, no, you're not buying Right. Work. It's like the refusal <laughs> of service or whatever. Plankton should sue. He should. All oh, right, Yeah, exactly.
1: What do you think the secret ingredient was in the kelp shake that turned people into kelp?
0: whatever radioactive you think that's exactly what it is waste. yeah like whatever the ninja turtles put on them oh okay but with kelp okay <laughs> like 99% kelp 1% radioactive whatever, uh, <laughs> kelp yeah, juice some sort 2% <laughs> hot gas <laughs> um for me, I wrote down that I think the kelp shake is probably like white claw for me. Oh, that where yeah. like e- everyone likes it, but you taste it and you're like, I don't really like this. But then you're like, but it's alcohol. And you just keep drinking it.
1: I get, I put down Lacroix Cro- La- La or however you pronounce it, however you pronounce that crap, because like all of a sudden people like it came out of nowhere and everyone started drinking it and went, like, oh, this is so good, it's so wonderful. And I tried it, I was just like, this is just like crappy water.
0: I don't get what the then, like the spicy water. Yeah, spicy water. <laughs> I don't know. I also think it's an East Coast thing too, mm. like seltzer and stuff like that. Like seltzer was not a thing at all in Arizona, and now it's like I feel like it's, it's spread over. Yeah, no,
1: because the first place that it happened was like I was in Berkeley, and then all of a sudden, it, like the theater started supplying LaCroix during breaks and stuff. That people it was like on the snack cart. I was like, what is happening? Where did this come from?
0: I think it's also because it's so stupid cheap. Yeah, it's literally water and flavor. Yeah, and carbonation. It just, tastes, it just why would you do that? Just get a soda. I don't know. Whatever, <laughs> it's fine. But Soda has all this sugar. I guess in so.
1: Dash. I guess so. One day we'll figure out LaCroix just makes you turn into whatever you're... Whatever.
0: <laughs> um, What do you think of all of Mr. Krabs's and Plankton's schemes? Like, I know we talked about how they're, like, kind of... Yeah. Sh- but I do like how when they're sneaking around at night, um, the way the mask looks on Mr. Krabs and Plankton's, like, full bodysuit. But two problematic things is they do not cover the identifying features In their in their mask, which is very anti-mask. The whole reason for a mask is that way people (laughs) don't recognize you. And SpongeBob's like, "Hello." (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, Like on the whole point of like that whole nighttime singing around thing. One of the like I was talking about there's like adult jokes and whatever in like this first part. This, Mm -hmm. This one had one of the biggest like adult jokes that I was like probably the most uncomfortable with out of every all of them is like when he makes that, like, bionic hand situation, right? And it starts spanking him, and he's yelling. He's... I
0: also wrote down spanking hand robot. Yeah. I didn't even think about it as an adult. No, because no, he's yelling, he's like, yelling, it's, spanking hand, it's robot. spanking
1: hand robot, but he's yelling uncle. He's, like, yelling uncle, uncle as he's running off. I'm just like, well, that used to be a thing, and I don't know where it? where it came from. Oh, where maybe like, I miss mis- a cultural reference of some sorts?
0: <laughs> no, because, like, okay, so like, I remember, like, in, like, middle school, if, like, you know, people used to, like, End people's fingers back. Yeah. Like they would people would do like that and then they'd be like, say uncle. Oh. And I don't I don't understand where it's ever come from. It's like, is it just because uncles are Poles? jokes, yeah. jokesters <laughs> that that abuse children? I don't get it. Man,
1: I don't know. So you're
0: thinking about it more in a sexual well, way. Well, not I'm even sexual, more... but even
1: like any kind of abuse. Like if it's a, a, a family member hitting his child like that, right? It just, like, was le- out of left field because, again, it was, like, a reference that I didn't get, and I didn't, like, maybe I'd heard that in middle school, but, again, it's just, like, that's such a weird
0: thing to throw in there. Let's see. Origin. There are several theories on the phrase's origin. One theory um, is derives from a phrase uttered by youngsters in the Roman Empire who got in trouble. Um, and it's some Latin Patru me I don't know I'm not going to try <laughs> but it translates to uncle my best uncles huh because I don't know if it's patrue me it's not, you're, you're actually going to summon a, or a demon some, or something you're going to open a portal to I hell mean, it's so bad it sounds like hell <laughs> yeah. coming out of my mouth um it also may be based on a joke from a 19th century England about a bullied parrot being coaxed to address his owner's uncle um Something some people think it's Irish, meaning an anacle, meaning mercy or quarter, but there's no strong en- evidence to support this conjecture.
1: Like it's it's just like a weird reference <laughs> that I don't I don't know. It's just like out of out of nowhere, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Again, it's just like a weird origin thing. Yeah.
1: Um. But like overall, it was just like I thought most of their attempts were like just so ridiculous. Like it's like the, the overtop spy. Stuff you see in movies where he's like dangling from ropes or whatever. And I feel yeah. okay, that one drove me nuts. Yeah. There, you're
0: already in the vents. Right. Why don't you just sneak in? You have access to the entire <laughs> building. Why don't you just
1: go further in? Just keep crawling. It didn't make any sense. But I mean, every time, like, and even that one, he's like gets swallowed and then pulled out of that guy's throat. I was like, this is so weird. This is all of this. Oh, that was so gross. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, and I was like, how did that guy not choke? Right. <laughs> Um when SpongeBob turns all green, mm-hmm. the the gratuitous like butt shot that they put yeah. in there with his like <laughs> again, what I think is so hilarious is they never draw Spongebob with a butt, but when you get the close-up, he's got that oh, little yeah. bubble. Yeah. And it's just got like them cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Where have you been hiding that SpongeBob? Double cheeked up on uh, Thursday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um would you ever want to be furry like that? Huh. I'm not gonna use the word furry. <laughs> Hairy
1: okay. like that? I, I guess to some degree. I don't know. Like, as far as like hairy goes, like, I feel like I'm pretty hairy as it is, like with my legs and stuff like that. But I can't imagine like being to that. that. That's like, my like being a cat hairy. And I can't, yeah. that'd be. I don't know, too much. I want to deal with all the shed, <laughs> shedding, be too warm. I don't like that.
0: Yeah, you'd have to be panting all the time. Yeah. To cool off. <laughs> Would you do it? Oh, hell's No, <laughs> Maybe you could do some like cool designs though. I can barely handle facial hair. I can't imagine <laughs> like being like I guess if your hair is soft, yeah. I don't know. If you could just maybe like maybe live a li- it, life
1: of luxury that you had this like big... Where
0: there's where there's people who have that like I don't know, like the I think the common layman's term which I'm sure is not very nice is war- the werewolf yeah. disease kind of situation. Yeah, where they're
1: entirely covered in hair.
0: Yeah, but I, even then I feel like that's different. Yeah. You know, I think it's different than Animal hair, which is very much like I don't know, it feels like it has more of a a softness to it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: don't have to condition it like we do.
0: I do like when Plankton gets uh one of the <laughs> one of the situations that Mr. Krabs does is he starts just spreading his germs everywhere by spitting and coughing everywhere. Yeah. Then he uh puts his hand to his mouth and shoots Plankton towards the kitchen. And he just gets him stuck onto the, like, the little window, and then just the the, the way that the, the cleaner comes out, and he's like, "Ew!" Yeah. And he just like <laughs> sprays it, and then he wipes it. I just like I like that little moment where, and we've seen it a couple times in SpongeBob, where it's just like they say one thing, and they're completely oblivious to what is actually going on, but they take care of right. it, and it still works out <laughs> really nice. It was a nice little joke. I like that. It, as as far as like watching
1: comedy. Plankton get like hurt and up as much in this episode i thought something was funny like him getting stepped on and on the uh like the he was underneath the tile or whatever he got stepped on that was funny like again getting yeah. swallowed or even getting like when he got flushed down the sink or whatever i was like that was actually pretty <laughs> some schadenfreude and Freudian crap <laughs> time for the
0: wumbo lesson josh
1: wumbo lesson all right all right do you have a good one
0: i think it's all right I think I think my outside external experiences are affecting how I'm seeing lessons right now, because what I got for this week was try to understand things before fully supporting and or opposing them. Okay,
1: I got something sort of similar, but I think it's because, again, being like influenced by everything that's (laughs) going on. So,
0: yeah. So I think, again, in the first act, the biker gang, they weren't they weren't bad. They were just old guys on with a disregard for (laughs) nature. They just know, which, around. I mean, makes them bad. Which makes them bad in, in that way. But, like, they weren't going to hurt anybody they were, they weren't about to more take than down. they already did. Yeah, they weren't about to. At least on BKD purpose, bottom. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then same thing with the second half is, like, you, they didn't fully understand what was in those kelp shakes. And I understand, like, that was the whole point of the second act was them trying to find that, that out. But, like, they could have literally talked to anyone. Yeah. Why do you like these kelp shakes? They never asked why people like these no. kelp shakes they just like, oh, what do you have? A shake. Oh, where'd you get it? Over there. They're so delicious. Right. Why are they delicious?
1: They do do any kind are of the healthier like you know? marketing thing that you need to do and figure out why your opponent's doing better than you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and uh, again, like I said, I think that these episodes find a way of being related and maybe it's just our bias leaking in. But I think that's very relevant right now. It's like research things before you start fully supporting them or opposing them at least do your best Yeah, is all you can really ask for. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Like I said, it's not the most creative, especially considering what's going on right now, right. but I feel like it, it fit really nicely with the episode. So I was like, why? Not? No, I think it, Let's I think it's well into And it.
1: like, again, like I think the most we can do and we've always tried to do with our big lessons is make them applicable to life somehow. And like, you know, this is, this is a huge historical event we're living through. So it's okay. to Like, I think our big lessons should pertain to that a lot, you know? um and like what i got particularly and i saw this a lot like within the last like two weeks is like be careful on jumping on jumping on bandwagons because like sometimes it's not helpful or it's detrimental to others and i see that in act one when everyone starts like freaking out about these Mm -hmm. tiger gangs like no one vetted to see if it was actually anyone bad like they didn't even know if these wild ones even existed they just took the word or spongebob took the word on some crazy minor guy and then they took the word from spongebob we never see it he just popped out of the ground um and they just like lost their crap right and then in act two like everyone jumped on this fad of drinking these kelp shakes everyone probably like it's just like this huge thing It's the same thing we talked Mm -hmm. about like with the gahoy or white claw um and like Making it pertain to like what's going on. Like I, we've seen a lot in like social media where people are like posting the black boxes and they weren't doing anything. They're just doing it because cause it was a bandwagon thing to do, or like they would do yeah. these huge. It was easy. It was easy, right? And they weren't even doing it properly. Like they were like making it more detrimental to, to like getting actual information out. And the same thing with people were doing, these like huge long chains of like tag five people and like they'll tag five people too. I'm like, who is this? What are you doing this for? It's not helping anyone. Like jumping on this, Mm -hmm. again, jumping on these bandwagons, like it seems like it's the cool thing or fun thing to do at the moment. But it it has like, it could be detrimental or just like it doesn't help at all. Like you got to Like what you read your lesson, like making them incorporate together is like do your research a little bit, like look into it or understand why you're doing it and not just like blindly follow the lead of everyone else, you know?
0: Yeah. And like the best way I've heard people describe it. And even, even an everyday conversation and everything and how you're speaking to others, um, is always broken down into like intent and impact. Mm-hmm. That's so like, good. what is yeah. your intent? If, if your intent is to help someone is what you're doing, helping the, the people you're in, intending to help. Right. And then what is the impact of it? So a lot of it, too, is like, uh, to bring it back to the episode, like, what is your intent to spread fear about these biker gang people and to warn them? And by screaming and doing all that stuff, is that what the way you're is it? Is it helping? successful? Yeah. Right. Is it helping? And then same thing with the second half is like, what is your intent to get a kelp shake? Why don't you just go get a kelp yeah. shake? <laughs> It, and sometimes it's like the the simplest, the simplest thing yeah. to do. Again,
1: just like taking a look, taking a step back, and looking at the situation, and like making sure, like you said, like looked at it at a whole, or done your research, and figuring it out. Because I think again, I think it's so easy to get caught up in like all of the everything that's going on, and like not think for yourself, yeah. and just jump.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, jump at it.
0: Or, or at least if you're gonna jump, if you're gonna jump with someone, make sure that the other people around you know what they're doing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and i I think especially now with whole Black Lives Matter stuff, is I've increased my circle of people who know what they're doing, and I've also whittled down my circle of of other people who um like activists that I thought were good that aren't like really doing the best job and like cleaning that up as well. yeah, and I think it's a lot easier to like like I trust what Josh posts on his Instagram, so I share that info, you know. Because I know that Josh is probably following people that he trusts and he's probably vetted his people and et cetera, et cetera. Same thing with everyone else that I'm seeing. It's again, it's like is the my intent is to help spread awareness and the impact is hopefully sharing accurate stuff. Yeah. And if things aren't accurate, that's like another thing I've seen other people do well and poorly, is like if you share something or you're uh spreading info and it turns out to be wrong, correct yourself. Yeah. And don't like take away the original info if possible, right? You know,
1: because again, we're we're not perfect people, but like again, like like you say, it's all based on like your intent was good. You just need to try a little harder next time, and like again, do a little bit more research if you can. Or sometimes there's wrong information out there. Uh, information updates fast, you know, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, things that you're like, oh, yeah, like, you need to donate to this fund, and then eventually by the end of it, it's like, well, this fund is, like, full. You're like, not full, but we have more than enough right. other funds need more help, right. you know? It's, like, things are moving very quickly, uh, which is good for a lot of people, and especially for the, the current movement, it's really good. But, uh, again, in everyday life, in times outside of, like, you know, these these protests and everything like that, We can still use this advice, you know, to for everything. Literally I mean we're literally
1: making this advice work for an old biker gang attacking Bikini Bottom and a kelp shake invasion. So Mm -hmm. like you can make this work in any situation in your life. So
0: (laughs) Yeah. We talked about Chick-fil-A, same thing. We we did our research (laughs) and we're like, nope. (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Exactly. Chick-fil-A, cops. And thank you for listening <laughs> to this week's episode. Damn, that was good. Um, yeah, you like yeah, that? That was, really that was good. the best segue we've yeah. had. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best segue we had yet. So, all right. Um, if you want to send us anything, some suggestions or comments, uh, please reach out to us on ismazapodcast dot com or email us at ismazapodcast at gmail dot com. You can also use this link if there's a particular donation link you want us to publicize. We can do that. Yeah um we'll we'll probably do our own research on it too we already have like a couple lined up but again the more the merrier i feel um you can also follow us on facebook or instagram i have our twitter and i don't post on it i'm so sorry um also speaking of twitter um since we're at the end of the podcast i do want to let everyone know i was lucky enough to be on our friend dan baker if you've listened to uh the podcast i was on their podcast with their co-host uh teddy and you can find their podcast at chumbology.rocks. Rocks, um, but yeah, but I was a, a guest spot on their on their episode. We said a lot of really mean things about cops. So if you enjoy <laughs> that, go for it. Um, and, could, or if you enjoy Chumbo Wumbo, you can find them on Spotify, too.
1: So Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, but yeah,
0: as far as I know, they are they are the only Chumbo Wumbo podcast, yeah, the number one so, Chumbo
1: Wumbo podcast. So if
0: you look up Chumbology, you'll find right. them. Anyways, make sure you share this with your friends and your enemies. And also share Trambology, I guess, with your friends and your enemies and your enemies, right? Shout out. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, so to finish this whole shenanigan, um, I wanted to propose something, Josh. Okay. I think we should start a group. Oh, all right. An alliance, if you will. Like a coalition a- or something. A coalition, a gang. Oh, I'm not afraid yeah, of the word. Yeah. Let's just own up to yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe like an IMAP gang. Ooh, okay. Um, Can we get shirts, but yeah, and and I yeah, we already have, we have shirts. shirts. Yeah, we get some leather jackets. Yeah, get so, some jackets would be cool. Yeah. yeah, some jackets, some patches. Um, but I I really want you to test out this brand new motorcycle. Uh, do Do you like it?
1: Oh, I oh, this is so cool. you Even got like this perfect color. It's so nice. Oh, all right. You mind if I you, you might have to take on, it right? Ho- yeah, okay. test it out. Okay, right. here you go. Oh man. I ride I ride to live! I live to ride!